Hi, friends. My name is Chloe Taylor, the host of CozyCast. CozyCast is designed to assist you on your journey of co-creating your reality with the universe. I'll share tips, tricks, and stories on self-help, astrology, and spirituality to encourage and support you on your path to your dream life. So put on your fuzzy socks, grab a warm drink, and get cozy with me every Tuesday for a weekly dose of magic and self-care. Happy Self-Care Tuesday, my friends. Excuse me. (laughs) I hope you are doing well. I hope you have stopped to get yourself a little treat this morning. I hope you've planned something for your evening or afternoon or wherever you could get in a little bit of that extra bump in self-care for yourself. I really hope that you have taken the time to set it up. And if you haven't, do so now if you can, uh, because your self-care is truly important. Taking care of yourself is the number one thing you can do to actually enhance the world around you. So often we are always saying we want to make a difference in the world. Well, guess what? The biggest difference you can make is by making a difference in your own life, because when you lead from a full cup, you are able to fill up the cups of other people, not from an empty one. So make sure you're taking care of yourselves. This is your Tuesday reminder. (laughs) Uh, Today's topic actually comes to us from Instagram. Um, I've been asking you guys for topics over there. And Uh, one of you guys sent in a response to my story, which if you guys aren't following me on Instagram and you want to suggest topics or you want like advice on something and want to have it a part of the podcast, please make sure you follow me on Instagram and check my stories. When I ask for those, I'm at cozy kale. Uh, this, this question comes to us from there though. And they said how to be upfront about what you believe towards the people in your life. And when I saw this, I I hemmed and hawed at first. I was like, ooh, do I want to answer that? (laughs) Like I do because I have a lot to say. But at the same time, this is such a deeply personal topic to me that I will say um, there might be points in today's episode where I am a little bit more reserved. And that is because there is some part of me that is not completely healed from where I've come from. And there are relationships in my life that I met with this and I feel very powerless. So this is something that is so deeply personal to me. It's something that I feel like truly at the end of this year, uh, when I do my like yearly look over, cause I do those every year in December. Uh, that's something that I feel like I worked really hard on was, is actually learning how to work on this exact thing. And it hasn't been the easiest journey. It's honestly been very lonely. If I'm honest with you, I feel like 2019 has probably been one of the loneliest years of my life. Um, And I'm kind of, I'm like super okay with it though. And I think it definitely served its purpose and I see where I have been made stronger because of it. So um, the number one thing I think is You have to learn to take other people off of the pedestal that you put them on. Um, This is like, this is like self-confidence 101 is we, and all of us do it. All of us. I don't care who you are. I don't care if you think you are the most confident Leo mother effa on the planet. Everyone does this, myself included. Everyone, there is like someone in your life that you really value what they have to say and you put them on a pedestal, even if it's a celebrity, you know, think about meeting like 
your favorite celebrity, you feel like maybe you wouldn't even be able to speak. You'd be speechless. It would be terrifying to you because you put that person on a pedestal. They, for some reason, hold more value than you give to yourself. And that is really like the premise of this is needing to learn how to take people off of those, how to treat everybody else not only equally, but to treat yourself as an equal. And I know to some of you, you might be thinking, oh my gosh, Chloe, what are you even saying right now? You're telling me that I am the same as Britney Spears? Yes, I am telling you that. I am telling you that you are exactly the same if that's what who you want to be. Well, not exactly. That's a, that's a terrible word. I shouldn't say exactly because obviously you are unique in your own way for a reason. But we as humans, I don't know where this comes from. I don't know who taught us to be this way. I don't know where this like long line of conditioning has set in, but we don't treat each other like we're equal. There is a hierarchy. There is the upper class, the middle class, the lower class, whatever you want to call it. It's been in history for years and years and years and years. And there has always been this, ooh, I'm okay. Or maybe you think horribly of yourself, but everybody else is above you. And it's the same with interpersonal relationships. Some people um, will hold certain people's opinions to a higher regard versus others. I think all of us have an ability to do this with someone in our lives, even if it comes down to age for you. It could be that like, oh, you know, that whole respect your elders thing. Go to your elders because they are wiser. But then we forget to look at the children that are just as important and teaching us some of the most valuable lessons that we could ever need to learn in this life. Children, I think, could teach us anything we ever need to know. But yet we turn around and we say that age plays a role and that makes it this person smarter. We put that person on a pedestal. We can't make everybody even. And that's like the number one thing is realizing first it's realizing it it's realizing whoever you're trying to explain yourself to realizing that you're putting them on a pedestal you're allowing them and I'm speaking to everybody not just this person that wrote in to me um, you're putting them on a pedestal you're putting their opinion on a pedestal and you care more about what they think of you than what you think of you let that sink in I'll give you a minute So <laughs> you guessed it. The number one thing, well, number two thing, I guess, is to start to embody yourself, fully embody and embrace yourself, fully embody that you are someone that is worthy, that has value, that is valuable. And you also, I think this is another common issue that we come up against a lot of times the approval that we want from other people is A, someone who's never going to give us the approval and B, someone that when you think about your life as like a grand all overarching thing, think about a time where you've come to this in particular person or maybe it's multiple people. This really helped me in my journey. But think about a time where you've gone to them and they have given you either the worst advice or made you feel horrible about yourself. Now tell me, why do you still value their opinion? If that's the reaction you've always gotten, what is it about them that makes you think that their opinions hold value to you? 
I myself am so guilty of this. <laughs> I'm raising my hand right now as I'm talking. I am so guilty of this. There are definitely people in my life that I'm a little bit more estranged from now, but there are definitely people in my life that I would hold their opinion so high that I would just shrink myself down in their presence 110%. And sometimes given the right environment, I still do that. I still will not see my value in the moment when they're tearing me down. And I think that's something that a lot of us can relate to. But if you can, if you can remind yourself in those moments, it can be tough. But if you can remind yourself in those moments this person doesn't really have any credibility to be saying these things to me. This person hasn't walked my path. This person hasn't done this spiritual practice. This person hasn't felt the divine connection that I have felt. Now, let me, let me, let me roll it in for a second, reel it in for a second. This doesn't mean that you're better either. This doesn't mean that you have felt more, experienced more, done more, even if that is true thinking that you are more or better does not help the situation either. This is about equaling, equalizing the plane, not about putting yourself higher, about putting yourself on equal footing and being just as valuable as they are. Does that make sense? I hope so. <laughs> Ultimately, though, we're constantly looking for this validation from outside of us constantly. You see it everywhere. You, even like movies and TV shows depict this same relationship where we're constantly looking to be valued by other people. And sadly, a lot of it comes from us not being valued appropriately early on. Somebody devalued us really early on, whether that was a mother, a father, a friend, a sister, a brother, somebody devalued us really early on. And more people that tend to treat situations like this, it's harder for them to see their worth because nobody else ever saw it. Nobody else ever pointed it out or showed us how to care for our own value. And so therefore, it's very important as you come into adulthood or even late adolescence, I would say, or earlier, I mean, the earlier, the better. It's very important that you really take the time, and I'm trying not to get emotional about this topic because it's so personal to me, you really have to take the time to learn to reparent yourself. Learn how to give yourself the validation that you did not get. Learn how to validate yourself. Spend time in company with people that validate you if need be. Like maybe even if it's just one friend that's in your corner that's helpful, especially when you're early on in your journey and you feel like you don't have a solid foundation to stand on. It's great to have supportive people and maybe put a little space between you and people who are not very supportive. But the most important thing for you is to start to develop a foundation that is rock solid, a foundational part of you that is able to see things for how they really are and not get caught up in the moment and let somebody else devalue you. Because sadly, a lot of times when we have people that constantly devalue, belittle, or make us feel like we're so silly for believing a certain thing, it's sad because you, you want them to experience what you've experienced. But in a way, when you try to force the issue, it's like you're doing the same thing. You're also then starting to devalue their opinion of, of like you, if that makes sense. And even if they're incorrect, it's so much more beneficial to set the goal going into the conversation of you 
validating yourself, you being who you're supposed to be, if that's the goal, like, sorry, I think I just jumped off onto a new topic. Here we are, Gemini moon all over the place. Um, But if you make the goal going into a conversation with somebody else about your belief structure, that you are just going to be your most authentic self, regardless of if it's uncomfortable, you will always win. There is no losing in that situation as long as you continue to stay authentic to yourself. If you go in with the goal that you're going to impress this person, make them understand you and believe what you believe, you're setting yourself up for failure. You're setting yourself up to devalue yourself right there. From the moment you put the power in somebody else's hands, you immediately devalue yourself before you even step into the room. So... It is so much more important. All that energy that you have hyper-focused on another person believing in what you believe and understanding you, take that energy and hyper-focus it back on yourself. Ask yourself how you can validate yourself. What can you do to find that you are stronger in your own beliefs? Make yourself unshakable and rock solid. In fact, I would say if you are trying to spread your belief or share it with someone else, sometimes, depending on the person and the relationship, it's better to say nothing. It's better to say nothing until asked. And then if it comes up, you know, you can choose to share as much as you want to. But frankly, when you are learning to validate, build a foundation and potentially reparent yourself and heal yourself, you get to pick and choose how much information you share with other people. And sometimes the person that used to be your entire world that you shared everything with, they can no longer be that person because they have devalued you and disrespected you. And you need to now have the discernment to realize what you should and shouldn't share with them because they have now lost access to that part of you until they can learn to be more respectful. And I have absolutely had to put this into play in my own life. There are absolutely people that no longer have access to my full authenticity. I mean, if I'm around them, sure, I'm not going to be fake ever, but I don't share that part of, of myself with them. You know, they might send me a text, ask how I am. I give very short pointed answers. I don't give a lot of my life away. I don't give a lot of information away because I've learned that when somebody proves to you over and over and over and over again, that they're never going to respect you or try to hear you, just stop giving the attention to them. Literally just stop. Just stop giving them the attention. You don't need them to understand you. The only person that needs to understand you is you. And trust me, it's going to, it will, there will be like a weird, like if they're used to that kind of relationship with you, it will feel weird. Like it might be strange for them to be like, oh, hey, what happened to so-and-so? And it might be a little bit of a readjustment period, but while you're rebuilding, You need to keep yourself safe and protected and have discernment. So I know that this just took like a really serious turn. But again, this is this is a topic that's so close to my heart. I want to really do it justice. And unfortunately, like it does, it does suck. It does suck sometimes when you want to be more open and forthcoming with others just while you're rebuilding I would just highly encourage that you don't because that will 
potentially plunge you back into feeling devalued. And it's not going to erase any progress that you've made. Recognize that healing is not linear. It is like a humongous zigzag. So there might be moments where you still feel de devalue in front of this person. You still want them to care. You still want them to understand you, to respect you. But just make sure you don't pack up and live there. Make sure you come back to yourself. Come back to you. Call back your power and own it. Live in it. Recognize that you are the only person you need to impress. And I think I already said that, but truth. Um, another thing I really wanted to touch on in this episode, because I, of taking, like, calling back your power is, and I, again, I'm very guilty of this. So I would say that this is something I'm pretty well versed in. Um, victimhood. So often, so many of us, when we are going through the healing process, we may be open wounds that we were not ready to look at. We open things and realize how devalued maybe we've been since early on, like I was saying. And if you guys want any more information on reparenting, I would highly encourage you guys to go follow the holistic psychologist on Instagram. She is honestly so incredible. She has, her posts have just made me think, like think about my life and my position and my mental health. And um, she's honestly incredible. So definitely check her out. It's The Holistic Psychologist. I believe there's like no underscores or anything. She's just really great. She doesn't know me. I don't know her personally, but her content has really helped me. And, you know, it might open up some wounds if you are really in there doing the work and trying to come to a place of having a stronger foundation but the important thing is it's okay to open those wounds. It's okay to sit through them. It's okay to be there for yourself, to validate yourself, to get angry. It's okay. But recognize that you don't want to stay in victimhood. Because I could for the rest of my life, and like I said, I'm super guilty of this sometimes. For the rest of my life, I could sit here and I could talk to you for hours about what a victim I am and how... Um, so-and-so in my life did this, 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 and this to me and this, 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 and this, and just be plagued with anger and regret and sadness and heartbreak. Or I can turn around, take all that laser focused energy that I'm giving to that person unconsciously and consciously and say, you know what? Today, I'm not a victim. Today, I choose to take all my power back. I choose to take ownership from, for my life from this moment forward. And own all of the experiences that I've had, own every single piece and recognize that those things made me who I am today and who I am today is a great person. And this even kind of goes back to like even talking a little bit on like past lives and um, if that's something that you guys are into, something that I really like to remind myself in those moments, especially when I'm having a really hard time, um, I like to look at life like A, it's always happening for me. B, that I chose this, and C, what is this teaching me? Because I really do believe that when we choose to incarnate into this life, we chose the parents, we chose the family, we chose, you know, certain attributes and characteristics, we chose our birth charts, we chose so much of our experience, not all of it, I do believe that we have free will as people, but... 
I do believe that when we chose to incarnate, we wanted to have a certain experience. So we would choose certain families or certain friends or, you know, maybe we would have a karmic contract with someone. And so I always ask myself about these like really shitty experiences or shitty people, as I think we often like to label them. Why would I put them in my life? Why would I make them a fixture in my life? What are they here to teach me? What am I not seeing? And interestingly enough, more often than not, the thing for me, I don't know about you guys, but the thing for me that always seems to come up is compassion. I need to realize that I need to A, have more compassion for myself and have more compassion for people around me because we're all just wounded children running around hurting each other. Like them's just the facts. Even if you look at this from an astrological perspective, you can look at the Pluto placements on everybody's charts. And if you look at Pluto generationally, you can see where certain things even historically have played out for generations. You know, we have like the silent generation back in the Great Depression, I believe. And because Pluto moves through signs so slowly, you can have entire generations under Pluto. Um, and then it moves into like the Virgo generation where they, that's like our boomer, our baby boomer generation that wants to fix everything very methodically and be very slow about it. And then you have the Libra generation, which is very short, very, very short, <laughs> short Libra generation, uh, that wants to, um, I think this is the order that it goes in. Then it's the Libra generation. And these people really are here just to like nurture and love the next generation. Like they're here to be the loving, guiding parents. Then you have my generation, which is the Scorpio Pluto generation. We're here to clean the mother effing slate. <laughs> We're here to wipe it out so the Sagittarius generation can come in under us and fix it. <laughs> um, and I really do, I do believe that. So I do feel like sometimes astrologically things play a role too. If you're going on like a grand scheme of things, you have to think about where all of this trauma has come from. You know, did your parents' parents have family in the Great Depression that didn't get to have a lot of the luxuries that we have today? So they were more closed off from certain things and all they had was their faith. And then moving into your parents' generation, maybe um, they lean on that too because their parents gave that to them. And, you know, it just, it trickles down and you can see where it trickles down. And I know that was like a really brief description. I could go so much more in depth. If you guys aren't following the Cozy Kale channel on YouTube, I highly encourage it. There's a new series this month called Co uh, la, 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 Curious Cosmos. And it's all about astrology. And we're taking like an in-depth look at a lot of different things. Like we're going to talk about uh, cusps technically and how they are actually not real. Uh, we're going to talk about all the different planet placements, like so much going on. Maybe I will do like a generational episode as well, uh, because there's just so much information to be covered and learned. And I love astrology. It's one of my favorite topics. But anyways, back to the victimhood thing. I think I got a little off course there. So just reel it back in. Realize that we're all wounded children running around and recognize that I think I said this in another episode, maybe read Don Miguel Ruiz's book, um, The Four Agreements. It real like this book. Oh my gosh. Short, easy read. I swear to you, you could probably read it in an afternoon. Very short, very easy. Um, this book teaches you that basically not to take anything personally and how to 
recognize that everybody is living in their own version of their own reality based off of their thoughts, their patterns, and their own habits. And so when you are faced with somebody who is very narrow or closed-minded and doesn't want to hear what you have to say about your own beliefs, recognize that that's their own version of their own reality. Somebody probably did that to them first. We know we come into this world perfect. I've said this a million times and I'll probably say it a million times more. We come into this world perfect with nothing, no concepts of humanity, no concept of social niceties, no concept of religion, no concept of any of it. And through our experience, we're given these things. So when you can start to have compassion, this one takes a long time. I'm still not there with certain people. So rest assured, I am not perfect. Um, but when you can come at it under the guise of compassion eventually and start to see, oh, this person is deflecting or devaluing me because nobody is valuing them. We will often replay our trauma experiences and we will also attract relationships to play out our trauma constantly. So I feel like even in, um, even in relationships where people don't want to hear what you have to say, they probably never had anyone hear what they had to say either. And so now they're at a point where they're upset that they were never heard. So they're going to make themselves heard and silence everyone else. Am I making sense? I hope so. <laughs> How many times can I say that in an episode? I need to make merch. Am I making sense? Um, that devalues me right there. Am I making sense? Of course I'm making sense. Um, but not letting yourself sit in victimhood Try, 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 try. I say try because I know it's not easy, especially when you have somebody who might even be very malicious intended. Try to have compassion. Try to see that where they've come from has put them in, into where they are now and recognize that they have also suffered. And so like hurt people hurt people. That's just how it is. And the best thing that you can do truly is become the best version of you that you can be. And when you are your most authentic self out there beaming, being the lighthouse, you're going to fill so many other people up. So be the best you that you can be. Don't worry about what other people think of you. And anytime you start to worry about what someone else thinks of you, put that focus back on yourself. Take that energy back and say, nope, not going to go there. I think this of me. I think the world of me. I think my beliefs are blank. You know, but also on the flip side of that, don't be so rigid about your beliefs either, because you don't want to become that person. <laughs> I think we often have a tendency to do that. You know, when we come from an experience where somebody is devaluing us and not hearing what we have to say, we turn around and start to become those people to the people that we consider to not be on our level, the people that put us on a pedestal. So just try to really create that equal playing field atmosphere and even if somebody doesn't want to hear you or listen to you and wants to devalue you, you get to decide if you're equal or not. You get to decide how valuable you are. You get to decide that what you have to say matters, not them. Just because they don't want to hear it doesn't mean other people don't want to hear it. Just so I feel like it's either one of two things, <laughs> either become a better listener, become more compassionate yourself and watch that change because what you, the energy you put out will always come back. That is like 10, 10 out of 10 truth across the board, truth bomb, whatever energy you put out will come back. And I'll give you an example of that. I used to say when I was in therapy in 2018, last fall, 
I went to therapy for a little bit. It was wonderful. I loved it. I highly encourage it. Um, I would still be in therapy if I could currently afford it, <laughs> but 10 out of 10 therapy was fantastic. I encourage it. But something that my therapist said to me that really struck me on one of our like first few meetings, I was talking about how I didn't feel supported. I didn't feel supported by my family in my career. I didn't feel supported by friends. I had maybe like one person, like a family member in my life that I felt pretty supported by and like a maybe like one or two friends that I felt like pretty supported by, but I didn't feel like most of my family was what I focused on. I didn't feel like most of my family supported me and that really hurt my feelings. And I had expressed it to my family too. That's why I feel like I can speak about this so candidly as I've said it. You know, I've expressed this to my family multiple times <clears throat> that I don't feel supported in my career. <clears throat> and something that she said to me just blew my mind in that moment was, I don't remember the exact words, but the premise was she asked me, Chloe, are you, are you, and I, we maybe have talked about this in another episode, so I apologize if this is a reoccurring story, but it was so impactful. She said, are you supporting your family? Do you feel like when they are doing things, you're celebrating them? And I said, you know, no, <laughs> I'm not. So hurt people hurt people and they turn other hurt people into hurt or they turn people into hurt people. And so from that point on, I realized that anytime a family member comes to me and tells me something, I want to congratulate them. I want to send a message and say, hey, I'm proud of you. Good job. That's awesome. Now, granted, I live kind of far away from my family and not everybody like gets to share with me, I think, as frequently as they could. But when they do, I go the extra mile. I make sure that I am telling them how awesome I think that is, how great and proactive I think they're being or what have you. And I feel like that really changed it. And the same with my friends. I used to say, like, I didn't really have any friends that understood me and, and what have you. And then I started to really gas my friends up and be like, oh, my gosh, you're incredible. Like, and not do it in like a fake way. Do it because I wanted to, because I meant it. Like, whenever one of my friends finds out something awesome, I'm the first person to get on the phone and say, oh my gosh, I think you're so cool. That's so freaking awesome. Congratulations. Da, 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 you know? So, um, I feel like that was like a really big pivotal point for me. So if you are able to <clears throat> now rest assured, some people will never hear what you have to say, no matter what, but it's up to you to change that narrative. It's up to you to do your best to listen to other people when they're speaking, because the energy you put out will come back. Even if it doesn't come directly from that person, if you're putting out the energy and the vibration of being a good listener, of hearing what other people's beliefs are like and being accepting and being open, that energy will come back. I promise. I've seen it in my own life, not necessarily from every person that I want it to, but from the people that matter and that are closest to my heart, it does. So I hope that cleared it up for you. I hope that was a good, a good synopsis of what you can do. Um, you know, just go out there, be your most authentic self. I know for some people that sounds like the scariest thing you've ever heard this week <laughs> and it's only Tuesday, but just trust yourself, trust yourself, know that if it feels right and you feel good and passionate and 
whole and complete. You already are whole and complete. No matter what you do, you will never stop being whole and complete and the embodiment of unconditional love. You will never stop. So just be, be who you are, because honestly, that's, that's the best thing you can do at the end of your life. You will definitely, and we know this from history, (laughs) We know this from actual people sitting down with people on their deathbed. The number one thing is people say that they wish that they would have done more. They would have said yes to more things. They would have cared less what other people thought, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. So even if it's a daily practice of you having to strengthen how you feel about yourself through affirmation, journaling, um, maybe talking to a friend that is very supportive, do those things, do the work. (laughs) All right, my loves, thank you so very much for tuning in this week. Please remember that when you shine, you give everyone else the permission to do the same. I'll see you guys next week. Bye. If you really loved what you heard today, be sure to leave me a review. Or even better, come support me on my main hub, Anchor, linked in the show notes. And if you'd love even more cozy in your life, be sure to follow me around the web, including a YouTube channel, Instagram, Twitter, and even a website. Share your listening experience in your stories or tweet it out. I'd love to chat with you. Use hashtag cozy self-care Tuesday so I can lurk on your weekly self-care routines. Again, that's K-O-Z-Y self-care Tuesday. I look forward to interacting with you. Remember, when you shine, you give others permission to do the same. So fill your cup and share of your light with the world. You are valuable just as you are. I'll talk to you guys again next Tuesday.